Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Good to be back with you. And I want to start off with a very important milestone that we have reached here in the city of Charlotte. For those of you who are in the upstate, I just encourage you to bear with us just for a little bit of time as we just um, take a moment to mark the celebration of a very important milestone for WBT in Charlotte, 100 years in broadcasting. In fact, we had an extraordinary event Saturday night with a celebration of 100 years in broadcasting, and it was so good to be with many of you who uh, spent the evening with us. We had hundreds of people on hand for this uh, really great opportunity to go through the station's history. And also, during the course of that time, to induct three new members into the WBT Hall of Fame, John Stokes, Bob Lacey, and Jim Zoki. And we extend our congratulations to them. Uh, it was really cool just to see the, especially... Some of the people who've been involved in the station over the years, going way, way back, and seeing people come together, different ownership groups, different managers, employees over the years, it was very much kind of like a family reunion. And I think it's appropriate as we uh, go into the second century of broadcasting that first and foremost, we thank all of you. We thank all of you for listening, for your participation, your calls, your texts, and your participation in so many things that we've done to connect with the community and to serve the community. Because, you know, unless somebody's listening, it really doesn't matter, does it? And we appreciate your loyal listenership over the years. So we are very, very excited about the fact that this is an important part of this radio station now. Last night, it was kind of cool to see Uptown Charlotte. How many of you got to see that? 
The city of Charlotte lit up in red, white, and blue to commemorate the station's 100th anniversary. We also had a proclamation that was really cool to see. Uh, You know, I never expected to be part of the congressional record. But I uh, also want to shout out to Congressman Dan Bishop, who represents North Carolina's 9th District. And I'll just read this proclamation that was entered into the record of the House. Mr. Bishop, today I rise to pay tribute to WBT Radio, the 100th anniversary of its founding. For over a century, WBT has helped inform and entertain residents of the city of Charlotte, my hometown. Charles Kuralt, Billy Graham, Rush Limbaugh, Charlotte's John Hancock are just some of the voices that have come through WBT's airwaves in the past. And that tradition continues in the broadcasts of names like Bo Thompson, Vince Coakley, and Pete Callender. WBT traces its origins from early broadcasts by radio amateurs who set up a transmitter in an abandoned chicken coop. Yes, that actually happened, ladies and gentlemen. These sporadic transmissions later expanded into playing photograph records over the air, then into the broadcast we know and love today. The U.S. Department of Commerce officially granted WBT a broadcast license April 10th, 1922. At the time, it was only the third licensed radio station in the United States, the first in the entire Southeast. And Dan concludes by saying, proud, I am proud to honor WBT on their 100th anniversary. Here's to 100 more years of radio excellence from the station heard from Maine to Miami. And again, we thank Congressman Dan Bishop. Uh, Again, thank all of you, those of you who were on hand on Saturday evening to help us celebrate. And we look forward to our continued partnership and the continued conversation, interaction, as a family because that's really what we are and we thank you for joining us in this celebration by the way i should uh tell you my voice is a little bit off the allergies have finally caught up with me so i hope you will bear with me during the course of the broadcast today and uh, hopefully this will wear off very soon you know it's kind of interesting i think it's probably a week or so ago. I I had a number of people around me with allergy issues. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of strange. I normally have real serious problems with allergies. And I've done pretty well so far. I spoke too soon. <laughs> so here we are. I want to, and I, and I think of the spirit of what I've just shared about WBT and radio and how important this medium is. One of the things I mentioned Saturday night is the fact that I spent really two decades in television news. And there's something really special about radio. It's the opportunity to connect with you in a, in a way I can't connect as a TV news person. It's so important to be part of this medium that promotes free speech. I'm intrigued by a new development. Last week we were telling you about Elon Musk and his big purchase. And then the next day we learned that he had been appointed to the 
board of Twitter. Well, we have a new development now over the weekend as Elon Musk has informed Twitter that he's not going to take that board seat. The CEO, Perak Agrawal, announcing on Sunday Musk is still the largest shareholder of Twitter. The company is going to remain open to his input. By the way, Twitter did not do well at the beginning of the opening on Wall Street today with this revelation. The stock briefly tumbled more than 8%, but it's since recovered. Now, Musk would have been appointed to Twitter's border on Saturday. On Saturday. But the world's richest man informed the company that day that he would not, in fact, be taking that board seat. In fact, Twitter's investor relations page is yet to be updated. Musk is still listed as a board member. Agrawal posting Sunday on Twitter, Elon has decided not to join our board. I sent a brief note to the company sharing with you all here in the notes saying Musk remains the largest shareholder. The company will remain open to his input. We were excited to collaborate and clear about the risk. We also believe that having Elon as a fiduciary of the company where he, like all board members, has to act in the best interest of the company and all our shareholders was the best path forward. He did not say whether Musk gave specific reasons for changing his mind about taking on the new obligation or whether it was entirely Musk's decision. (laughs) I'll give you my theory on this, and it's very simple. I think he's leaving open the possibility he may buy more of the company. He doesn't want to be limited to (laughs) 14.9%. Stay tuned to this one. This is going to get very, very interesting. (laughs) Stay with us. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. like to join the conversation the opportunity wide open for you the ingles markets talk line 800-9-1110 800-9-1110 the common sense retirement planning text line 71307 i want to remind you of something that we learned about just a few days ago with all of this elon musk stuff going on Decide, despite the prospect of him joining the board and discussion about changes we heard pretty emphatic messages coming out of Twitter. For instance, they were going to continue to bar Donald Trump. The ban would continue. And many of the policies that we've seen in place, no indication they were going to change. At some point, we'll talk about Babylon B. They have been banned because of a tweet, a single tweet. The control here is just absolutely crazy. These folks can't even take a joke which is what Babylon B is banned for, a joke. And I mentioned to you that he actually, as an Elon Musk, actually reached out to Babylon B to find out what had happened with them. I think this man is on a mission. And when we get further into this story, we kind of confirm what I think is going on here. Are you ready for this? Because I think this could be a really good thing. So Elon Musk is not going to join the board. Now we told you, we don't know the circumstances as to whether there was a decision, whether it was a mutual decision or whether Elon Musk decided he wasn't going to follow through on this. I think it was his decision. Now, if Musk had joined the board, he would not be able to acquire more than 14.9% of the company's shares. Now that he's no longer joining the board, keep in mind, this is CNBC reporting on this, he can theoretically increase his stake, should he wish to. Some industry experts speculated on Twitter he may now try to take over the company and rebuild it the way that he wants to. Can you imagine the panic that has to be setting in right now with these leftists who are absolutely determined to continue to suppress free speech and free expression? Elon Musk, one man, poses a threat to what they've been doing. And it should be a threat. I thought it was important to point this out to you because I think this is one of the most important free speech issues going on right now. It's very 
significant. Throughout the weekend, without revealing, he turned down the board seat at Twitter. Musk posted a number of ideas to transform the social media company and its products. One of the suggestions was a coarse joke in the form of a Twitter poll. Musk asked people to vote on whether Twitter should drop the W from its name. (laughs) Yes, you know what this is, a reference to the female anatomy. (laughs) What in the world? More serious suggestions for Musk included letting Twitter blue pay with an alternative payment. Get an authentication checkmark and keep Twitter blue free of advertisements. Everyone who signs up for Twitter blue, paying $3 a month, should get an authentication checkmark. And no ads. The power of corporations to dictate policies greatly enhanced if Twitter depends on advertising money to survive. Musk also suggested Twitter should turn its headquarters office in San Francisco into a homeless shelter since nobody shows up anyway. Can you imagine? (laughs) And this one, I think, is one of the most troubling comments of Elon Musk over the weekend suggesting Twitter user numbers are inflated by bots. And at one point, he raised the question as to whether Twitter is dying. (laughs) This is all very intriguing stuff. And some of you may wonder, well, what's the big deal here? What is a big deal? You can suppress very important news stories, as in the Hunter Biden story. Remember that? You can suppress... Conversation, engagement over issues like gender. This has a tremendous impact on our national conversation. How many of you are okay with that? With the control that's been exercised thus far in suppressing news and information, and for that matter, suppressing just conversation. Contrary ideas. Are you okay with that? I think most Americans are not. Maybe this is the beginning of the end of this kind of control. What are your thoughts? And do you think at some point we're going to learn that Elon Musk has taken effective control of Twitter? And for that matter, do you think that will be a good thing? Love to get your thoughts on the text line. I guess you want Trump to incite riots again and open up for him and his foolishness. (laughs) Rather amusing, would you not agree? As you know, I'm a person who is a big believer in life. I think it's one of the most foundational issues that we deal with as a country. This one kind of surprised me, to be honest with you. But lawmakers in Puerto Rico, joining conservatives in states across the U.S. mainland and attempting to set higher and tougher restrictions on abortions, 
It's alarming feminist groups and others on the island. A recently introduced bill would prohibit abortion starting at 22 weeks. Now, we've had other legislation we've talked about here around 15, 16 weeks. This one's 22. Or when a doctor determines that a fetus is viable, the sole exception being if a woman's life is in danger. This is in line with most U.S. state laws, though more limiting than Puerto Rico's current status, which sets no term limit. And again, this presents the very real possibility of Supreme Court test. A Puerto Rico Senate committee approved the bill last week in a 9-3 vote, despite objections from the island's health and justice departments. The health secretary is saying the measure interferes with the patient-doctor relationship, doesn't take into account circumstances that affect women's health and access to abortion services, yada, 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 yada. So throw Puerto Rico into the mix, taking a stand for life. Coming up, we'll talk about 2022 elections. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Over on the text line, we have this. When Musk is done taking down Twitter, can he turn his attention to CNN, please? <laughs> uh-huh. Are all mainstream media all the time fake? You also have your imbalanced narrative regarding radio programs. See, this is why there's an important balance with everything out there. Let's see what else we have here. Twitter has killed itself. I'm fine with that. Facebook can cancel themselves as well. This texter raising the question of a text that I read before the break. Did that person actually say something like, guess you want Trump and riots again? Yes. This is what some people believe, clearly. On the abortion subject, Vince, if you had a daughter who was raped and impregnated by a psycho, would you doom her to a life raising a child in continued trauma? I raise this question to you. Would you automatically subject that same child to additional trauma of an abortion? You see... Rape or other crime is something that was done to them. Ending the life of a baby is a choice. It is, no matter what's happened. And that is a potential area of guilt they would have to carry for the rest of their lives. That's a, that's a very tough place to be and I'm not mandating anything here 
all I'm doing is I'm raising the question to you. Because I don't think it's as simple as some would like to make this out to be. It really is not. I'm fine with Twitter using its ability to suppress as it sees fit. They're their own company and people are not forced to sign up or use it. And I don't. Aha. Big tech, liberals, when you have the ability to create your own tech, but instead, now you want the government to get involved. I didn't ask for the government to get involved here. Vince, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all ways to make people feel falsely important when nobody truly cares what they had for breakfast, what pumpkin patch they went to, or what matching outfits their family posed in for Christmas morning. (laughs) Twitter's a private company that means you can regulate what's on the platform. Can I come on your radio station and talk about what a clown you are? Uh, I would encourage you, call in now. You want to have that conversation? Try to make the argument that I'm a clown? Bring it on. (laughs) Way too funny. Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line. I want to turn to 2022 elections. We've got primaries coming up in a matter of weeks. And there's a lot at stake, a whole lot at stake. In fact, we're going to be talking with a candidate in just a few minutes in one of the legislative elections here in North Carolina. And I can tell you in this collection of stories, the news is not good for the Democrat Party at all. It is an ugly picture, a very ugly picture. And one of the problems right now, there is real difficulty in finding a path that does not look difficult, does not look like an uphill climb. The Hill reporting, Democrats face steep odds in bid to keep Senate. An increasingly difficult Senate landscape as national political headwinds threaten to sweep away what they believe is their last best chance to hold at least one chamber of Congress. With hopes for holding the House majority dimming quickly, Democrats see this year's Senate map as a relative bright spot. They're defending fewer seats than Republicans and believe they have a strong class of candidates. But nationally, they're up against a brutal political landscape. You know what that landscape is? In the form of President Joe Biden. His approval rating well underwater. Inflation at the highest level it's been in decades. Republican voters appear far more motivated than Democrats. We told you about the new registrations. Remember that? The new registrations that are are trending significantly for Republicans in states like Pennsylvania. Kyle Kondik, who is the managing editor of Sabato's Crystal Ball, the University of Virginia Center for Politics, said, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be hard for Democrats if the environment doesn't change. It's not as bleak of an outlook as it is in the House for Democrats. But it's still a heavy lift in the Senate. Part of the challenge for Democrats, overcoming Republican enthusiasm and political polarization in an already unfavorable year for the party and the candidates. Democrats control the White House and both chambers of commerce. 
and the party in power almost always loses ground in midterm elections. So, so the point here is it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Typically, the party in power loses seats. But you throw on top of this the economic problems that are going on right now, this is not good at all for the Democrat Party. And a sign of motivation among GOP voters, an NBC News poll released late last month showed Republicans with a 17-point advantage over Democrats in enthusiasm. 67% of GOP respondents said they have a high level of interest in voting this year compared to just 50% of Democrats. I mean, think about it. What are they voting for? What's the real motivation? Do you want more of this? <laughs> this is what they're going to give you. More inflation. More high gas prices. What is there to hold on to? Kind of going on saying that politics is just more tribal. And you're naturally going to have disproportionate motivation for the side not holding the White House in these off-year elections. But he said, I certainly don't think the Democrats are favored to hold the Senate. I'd rather be the Republicans than the Democrats. In fact, what is needed here? Republicans need to pick up just five seats in the House and net only one in the Senate to recapture the majorities in both chambers. That is pretty amazing. Five in the House? One Senate seat. Little room for error for the Democrat Party. Yet the mood among Democrats isn't one of pessimism, at least when it comes to the Senate. While the GOP is targeting four vulnerable Democrat incumbents, Senators Raphael Warnock, Mark Kelly, Maggie Hassan, and Catherine Cortez Mastro, the party is also defending more seats than Democrats, including a handful of open seats in states like Pennsylvania, Ohio. Democrats think they have an opportunity to pick up GOP-held seats in states like Wisconsin, where Ron Johnson facing re-election this year. So we shall see what is the real landscape for this party. We've got more stories on this, and they're not good for the Democrat Party. We'll talk about the reasons for that as we continue. Stay with us. Over on the text line, winning control of Congress only a positive for Republicans are conservatives and effective with actual legislation versus what is most likely to happen again, unfortunately. I hear what you're saying. I can't wait for November 8th, this texter says. Voting for the Liberal Party is kind of like a person who stays in an abusive relationship. Somehow they just feel they can't get away, even if they know they're being hurt (laughs) just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line what I find intriguing again it's not just one news story there are multiple news stories on this like this one business insider Democrats lost a 12-point edge among voters who received expanded child tax credit payments 
GOP now holds slight lead. This is not a good sign at all. Think about this. Now, what do you constantly hear from the mainstream news media and from liberals? That the Democrat Party is the party of the poor. It's the party of the middle class. It's the party of the regular American citizen who's just going to work, living paycheck to paycheck. Right? It's the Democrats who have the pulse on what's going on with these folks. Apparently not so much. Business Insider saying Democrats lost a 12-point edge, 49 to 37 percent among voters who received the expanded child tax credit. Voters who received the credit now back the GOP 46 to 43. Wow. 46 to 43. With the collapse of the Build Back Better Act, the party has struggled to extend this provision. Now, what's also amusing about this, how many times have I said to you before, there are things that can be done with one page. Think about this. This story saying last year Democrats championed the expended child tax credit which sent payments of 250 to $300 per child via direct deposit from July through December. This was part of their sweeping economic plan intended to reduce poverty and provide families with funds throughout the year for vital expenses. However, a one-year extension of the credit, which at one point was a centerpiece of the party's expansive Build Back Better Act, fell apart. When Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia's opposition to the provision helped to doom the larger piece of legislation during congressional negotiations. In December 2021, when Americans were still receiving the child tax credits, a morning consult Politico survey showed 49% of recipients were more likely to back a Democrat congressional candidate. 37% said they would likely support a Republican candidate. Now that Democratic edge has been erased. The February survey, Democrats still clung to a 43, 44 to 43 advantage over the GOP within the margin of error. Now in the latest poll, 46% of parents or guardians with at least one child under 18 years of age who received the credit say they're now inclined to vote and support a Republican congressional candidate versus 43% leaning towards a Democrat. A 15-point swing toward the GOP. Among all voters, by the way, it's tied up 43-43. This is not good, folks. This is a group the Democrats should be running away with. It should not be close. And it is. We have this wonderful piece out of Politico. A sour and angry America poised to punish Democrats this fall. This is not a right-wing news agency. It's Politico. Biden and his top advisors know the window to change the economic narrative through executive action rapidly closing. The professionals who track American attitudes toward the economy say they see trouble is coming. Angry voters slammed by higher prices, scarred by two years of fighting the pandemic, are poised to punish Democrats in midterms. 
And with inflation persisting, Russia's war on Ukraine stoking uncertainty, there are indications public sentiment is getting worse, not better. Posing a growing threat to Democrats, already slim chances of holding on to Congress. The widely watched University of Michigan Consumer Confidence Survey recently touched its lowest level in almost 11 years. An Associated Press survey showed almost 70% of Americans think the economy is in poor shape. 81% of those in a poll released by CNBC see a recession coming this year. 81%. Pretty dismal. Gallup found the share of Americans citing inflation as a top issue now at its highest level since the 1980s. Top of the list. And I would just say this is another reminder of how important it is that this president and this economy, those need to be the top issues, nothing else. The big run-up in gas and food and home prices really caused great hardship for many households, according to Richard Curtin, a veteran economist who's run the University of Michigan Consumer Survey since 1976. And the Biden administration made a critical error in saying it would be transient and people should just tough it out. It was not transient. A lot of people could not just tough it out. And it caused a big loss of confidence in President Joe Biden's policies. Boy, isn't that a shocker. These stories are not over, folks. We'll also talk with a candidate who is running in one of the state races here in North Carolina. That much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.